Securities and investment advisory services offered through Next Financial Group, member FINRA SIPC. Sierra Ridge Wealth Management is not an affiliate of Next Financial Group. The Dow Jones Industrial Average is a price-weighted index of 30 actively traded blue-chip stocks. The S&P 500 is a market-cap-weighted index composed of the common stocks of 500 leading companies in leading industries of the U.S. economy. This material is not intended as an offer or solicitation for the purchase or sale of any security or other financial instrument. Past performance does not guarantee future performance. All the views expressed are those of Hunter and not those of Sierra Ridge Wealth Management or Next Financial Group. Next does not provide tax or legal advice. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Wealth Accelerator Podcast. It's Hunter Lowry here coming at you from Auburn, California. Wanted to go over a couple things with you today. First off, investors were scared of a Democratic president in terms of what would happen with the market. The market's still doing well. Now, there's probably going to be a blue wave. Seems like Democrats are going to control the House and the Senate now. So shouldn't that scare investors even more? Like, Why are markets responding the way they are? They're still going up. But before we jump into all that, if you've not scheduled a call with me yet and you're worried about the future and you want help looking over your portfolio and your current financial situation, go to hunterlowry.com and schedule a call with me. I would love to go over all that with you and help you out with your specific situation. But anyways, it's that time of year. I'm spending a lot of time this month meeting with every single client and holding semi-annual reviews of their portfolios. For for every client, we, we talk at least twice a year. Some clients like to talk every single month. It depends on what they want. But at least twice a year, I sit down with every single person and we review their portfolio and make sure that they're still on track and they still have the same financial goals. You know, we get to do all that fun stuff like showing them how we tax loss harvested in their non-qualified accounts and all that exciting stuff. So I'm actually headed out to Tucson, Arizona, and I'm recording this before I'm going. I don't normally pre-record so early like this, but I'm leaving for Tucson in a couple days. I'll be down there all next week. So I figured I'd get all my recordings done early since I know I'm not going to have time when I'm down there. Um, So by the time you hear this, maybe some things have changed. But as of right now, we're still not sure who's going to win the Senate. It's looking like it's going to be blue, but we're not positive. But man, am I excited to get down to Tucson. I looked at the weather. It's supposed to be 70 degrees and sunny, finally out of the cold rain in Auburn. I'm really hyped. (laughs) I'm still not used to the winters in Auburn. I know it's probably nothing compared to you guys in other parts of the country or other parts of the world that listen. But to me, winters have always been 75 and sunny. I spent the majority of my life in Tucson. And obviously it's very nice there in the wintertime. And then I went to college in Claremont, California. So that's right outside of LA. I spent my entire college in Southern California. So again, the winters down there are pretty nice also. (laughs) But when I'm meeting with my clients throughout the remainder of this month, I already know what questions and concerns are going to be brought up because I think that anybody that has money invested in the market right now probably has very similar questions. So I just want to give you my take on everything that's going on. First off, I've already spoken on this, but the market isn't biased on who wins the presidency. You know, we all have preconceived thoughts on who we want to win. And if that party doesn't win, we feel that it could be bad for the markets. But remember, emotion should not be part of your financial plan and your investments. Now, what I'm going to get into here is for people who are invested for the long term. This is not a strategy for day traders. It isn't a strategy for people who have very short term liquidity needs. This is for people who have a long term game plan. 
Now, I've been talking about locking in some gains and having a little bit of cash on the sidelines to take advantage of opportunities. And I'm planning on starting to put some of that cash back to work for my clients here soon. I do not believe, I've said this a million times, but I do not believe in timing the markets. I don't think that's a game that people should be playing. I believe it's about time in the markets, not timing them. But what I do believe in is sector rotation and analyzing both historical perspectives as well as thinking about how our political and economic environment are going to affect our investments. Now, if we do see a blue wave, I think there might be a short-term shock that might scare investors. Remember, the markets like gridlock. The markets like it when the House and the Senate are split up and laws aren't able to be changed very rapidly. The markets like there to be a little bit of gridlock in place. So I'm holding off just a little bit longer in anticipation of a short-term pullback. But that being said, I do believe that with the blue wave, the stimulus package is going to be a lot larger. And over the short term, that's going to actually increase the markets. When spending starts again, it's going to make investors happy. So going forward, I think that's actually going to have a bigger effect and actually overturn that short-term pullback going forward. But let's start this off, though, looking at a historical perspective. What do the markets like best in, in terms of government looking back? Well, the best case scenario for investors would be if Republicans could retain at least one seat and control the Senate, which would result in a split Congress under a Democratic White House. There really has only been one period since 1944 when there was a Democrat in the White House and a split Congress, and the S&P averaged 13.6% return over those years. And this actually took place during the middle of President Obama's tenure. Now, the second best historical performance is a 13% average gain when a Democratic president was mixed with Republicans holding both the House and the Senate. Again, only looking at this from a historical perspective, investors, investors shouldn't be so afraid of this blue sweep like people are saying. This is not a terrible scenario for the stock market looking back. The average return is actually about 10% in years where Democrats held the presidency, the House, and the Senate. This has actually already even happened six times since 1944 when there was a new Democratic president, first year in office, and both the House and the Senate being blue. The average return for those years was 10.3%. The market was in green territory five out of six of the times. And I know you can't base everything off just history. It definitely doesn't tell the whole story, but at least it gives us an idea of what we're facing. And I believe it's important to take a much broader approach and identify sectors that should flourish under a Biden administration. When I'm looking at new investment ideas, I like to take a top-down approach, which means that you start by looking at the big picture, identifying trends, looking for areas that are discounted, then moving down and getting more narrow, looking over financial statements of individual companies to pick the best companies within those sectors. I really think this is a better overall approach than starting from the bottom up and just looking for stocks that seem to be undervalued, no matter which sector. So to me, looking at a few sectors here that could do well, the first one that really pops out to me is travel and leisure, which really has a lot less to do with the political climate and way more to just do with COVID vaccines, which is kind of crazy. You know, thinking four or five months ago, I remember talking to everybody and being like, man, I don't know anybody who's gotten COVID. Now it seems like I know a ton of people, a bunch of my friends, uh, colleagues, clients. I know a lot of people that have actually gotten sick. Luckily, nothing's happened to everybody, but uh, kind of weird thinking about it from a few months back to now. 
And really, a lot of people that I know have already began to get the vaccine. It's becoming popular. It's becoming more accessible. And I think it's going to finally start to, re to relieve some of the fear from people's lives. And I'm not saying that everybody needs to go out and get this vaccine right away whatsoever. But I think that as more and more people become vaccinated, then for everyone who has been really worried and not leaving their homes or doing normal activities, they're going to start to feel more comfortable returning back to a more normal and less restricted life. And as this is happening in congruence with more stimulus checks coming out and everyone being cooped up, they're going to want to get out. They're, wanna go, they're going to want to go travel. They're going to want to go have some fun. So I'm looking at cruise lines, airlines, travel companies, all the above right now for some of those satellite positions in our portfolios. And I think this is a long-term play. I might be a little bit early on it. It depends how quickly people are able to get vaccinated. But I really, really think this, this is a very undervalued sector that can do really well in the long run here. Another sector I think will be big under Biden is green energy as well as infrastructure. So identifying good solar companies, good electric vehicle plays and construction plays, I believe are going to flourish here in the short term. But what could get hurt going forward? Really some large cap growth stocks, companies that could be adversely affected by major tax changes that Biden might be making. But remember, with all this going on and these thoughts that I'm having does not mean that I'm going to go in and drastically change our models. A long-term diversified approach always wins in my mind and should only drastically change when goals change or you're approaching times when your investment horizon is coming to a close. Then we need to really be safer about how we invest for you and make sure you keep everything you have worked so hard for, keep it safe. But I do think it's time to really sit down, look at how your portfolio is constructed and identify areas that are overvalued and could be hurt with a blue wave and move some of those funds into sectors that are undervalued and should flourish going forward. And if that's something you would like help with, if you want a second opinion and you want some advice on where to be moving your funds and how to go about investing under this new presidency, then I would love to talk to you. You can go to my website at hunterlowry.com and schedule a call with me on my personal calendar right there. In closing, guys, the biggest thing I can say is don't just do nothing. It's easy to see everything going on around us and get overwhelmed and not want to think about it and just kind of put it to the side and say, ah, I'll look at it later. But that's not an approach you want to take. Don't just set it and forget it. And don't let over analysis lead to paralysis. <laughs> trust your game plan, trust your decisions and stick with them without letting emotion get involved. Well, we're a week into 2021. I hope you've started that journal that I talked about a few episodes ago. I hope you've been writing down and tracking your goals and you're just on a great start here into the new year. Thanks so much for listening, everybody, and have a great rest of your day.